This is Thursday, September 9th. Our son, our youngest son, Nathan, bears the same name as a great uncle of mine. His name was Nathan Benjamin McGuffey. We called him Ben. He joined our family when he married my great aunt Margaret. And I had the privilege of spending a lot of time with Ben and working alongside of him during my years in college. Now, one thing I learned about Ben is that he was a visionary. He was always looking forward. And there were signs of this across his life. One sign, for example, was that he built and provided a home for each of his four daughters. He could see forward and he knew they would have families of their own. So he made preparations for them far in advance of this need. Ben was a committed follower of Jesus, and he knew his time was limited. He was always reaching for the most in life and preparing for the generations that would follow after him. I find this same way of life in Moses. He, along with Aaron, Miriam, his brother and sister, knew their time on earth was limited. They embraced life at the same time they knew their mortality. Now, in the psalm written by Moses, Psalm 90, we find these words. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, forever you had formed the earth and the world. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You return man to dust and say, Return, O children of man. For a thousand years in your sight were but as yesterday when it is past or as a watch in the night. That's Psalm 90, verse 1 to 4. Now, for the better part of my life, I read those words, Return to dust, you children of man, man, men, as a complaint. It even sounds like it could be a dig against God. And yes, I think it's true that Moses didn't like the idea that his life would end. His mission would be fulfilled, and his body would return to dust. But knowing more about his life, I think what he says is more a statement of the reality of our lives. We're just passing through. Now, to help us understand this, Moses then explains with an illustration. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. That's Psalm 90, verse 5 to 6. He's speaking of the grass that could be seen in the desert. Yes, in the desert there is a grass that springs up. But it has a life cycle that lasts just one day. The morning dew and rising sun would cause the seed to send forth a little shoot into the air. It would rise quickly through the day, but the scorching sun would kill that desert grass by day's end. And as it was dying, it would drop the seed that would begin the process all over again the next day. Moses says that while a thousand years for the Lord is like a day, our lives pass like that desert grass so very quickly. I'm not trying to be morbid here. This is the truth of our condition. And this is why we better have the Lord as our dwelling place. Everything is passing away. The Lord alone remains. This is also the reason for his statement a few verses down. 
So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. That's Psalm 90, verse 12. Yes, as short as our lives are, we must make the best use of the time that the Lord gives to us. That really was the story of my Uncle Ben. I remember he purchased a a large piece of land along a mountain ridge just up the, the road from his house in North Carolina. He laid out the lots. He sunk the needed wells for water. He cleared the land and put in the utilities. But one evening, while at a Wednesday night worship service, he had a heart attack and he was gone. He went from a worship service here on earth, no doubt, to a worship service before the throne of God. Return, O children of man. Now, when we have that perspective, we're in a position to take our place among the generations that serve and honor God with every breath we have until we have no more. You see, there's also no fear in Moses. And I didn't see any fear in my uncle. They knew their dwelling place was always had been found in God. As I read this, I wonder if we have that sense of mission, sense of purpose for the years and days that the Lord has given us. We are told that Moses, he also returned to the Lord. He wasn't in the land that people were soon to reach, but he could see it from the top of a mountain. It must have been a beautiful sight. And the reminder of the turning of the generations and how each of us is called to fulfill our calling, our mission from God in the days that he's provided to us. Then God will extend that work to the next generation, the one that is coming. I think this perspective for us is healthy. It shows us that we depend on God for all things, that God has a continuing work, and we need to be wise in how we use each of our days. Yes, God had the work going before we showed up, and he's going to continue to work out his purposes in Christ when the next generation comes along. We can be sure of that. Let's pray. Lord God, it's easy for us to have tunnel vision and think only about our time. We can forget that you've been faithfully working in our world since the beginning, and you will carry your plan forward to completion in Christ Jesus. Help us to trust, like a relay runner must trust, that others will Take and carry the baton for the next part of the race. Thank you for your faithfulness, O Lord, for we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.